Hey everybody, Jesse here again from Flyers Alley and Old Sea Sports Network. We got a great new sponsor in Lugaroo Custom Clothing. Our guy Colin Movie over there is making great, great products. He's hooking up the Admiral with a new Admiral Flyers Alley jersey. Go to www.lugaroo.co. Pick out your custom made jersey. Great priced, top of the line product. Tell them that the Admiral sent you. Get a great price. Hey, everybody. Jesse here from Flyers Alley and OC Sports Network. Want to rep our new sponsor, Sterling Pig Brewery out of Media, Pennsylvania. Right now, I am drinking the Snuffler IPA, literally their flagship easy drinking IPA with hoppy notes and citrus and tropical fruit. Let me tell you something. This thing goes down smooth. It's great for a pound session, and it's great for a good Flyers game. Guys, go to www.sterlingpig.com. Go into the store, pick up some of their merch, pick up some of their beers. Have a great night. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Flyers Alley. I'm your host, Jesse Bell, along with me in the alley once again after it's been two weeks, but it's felt like a month. Uh, Gummy Wade. <laughs> Wrong sound. There he is. Should be hey, booze. <laughs> How you doing? Birds. How's the kid? Good. How are things going? Good. Right now, he's eating a bottle with the mama, so... Got them all dressed up for football tonight. <clears throat> yeah, who you got? I want the Bengals. I'm going Bengals as well. And so is uh, so is Evan from the Halftimers. We're going Bengi with a Bengi squad. I don't know if it's a smart move, but that's what's happening. <laughs> um, welcome back, dude. We missed you seriously. It's been, uh, been a hell of a hell of a. Is it the beginning of the month still? I don't know. It's been a hell of a month. Um, also with us today. We got the mayor, John Street. Mayor, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. There's a little snow going on the ground. Got me a stove. Ready to talk some hockey with some of the best in the biz. I've never been better. I appreciate that. Appreciate. The By the way, I'm rolling with the uh, with the Rams because they were my preseason pick. Whoa. I don't know much about I don't know much about football. I just want to take the, the underdog. That's my my deal. You know what? I, I'm happy either way. Um, you can you can definitely root for the story in Cincinnati. Uh, but I got to stick with my preseason pick. Right. Yeah. That's true. Stand That's... for something or fall for everything, boys. There you go. And the Eagles aren't in it, so no one really – do we really care anyway? It's all about the hit, the, the commercials and the food, so. Bingo. And the halftime show. Oh, dude, the halftime show is going to be awesome. Don't even yeah. get me started, dude. <laughs> dude, all us 90s babies are going to be going nuts. I'm so excited. Okay. When Linz, Linz told me that it, who it was, I was like, yeah, okay, we're going to do Um, Before we jump into it, uh, make sure you guys <clears throat> like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Flyers Alley, on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod 1, and Instagram at Flyers Alley, and go to www.oldcitysports.com, old spelled O-L-D-E, and go check out all the great other shows, articles. We're gonna have some merch up there soon. We got some really cool new sponsors as well. Um, also, um, 
If you're in a tri-state area and need some work done, go to www.bioalliceconcrete.com. Use our buddy Frank, the animal. He's the best in the biz. He's. I'm going to get him to do my front steps. My brick is literally like falling apart. So get him over here, tear into that shit. And everybody knows we're involved in the Ice Wars. So go to facebook.com slash Ice Wars International, Twitter and Instagram at Ice is War. And their website is www.iwifights.com. I was checking out their merch. They put, posted some pretty cool merch up there. They got some Bialawis stuff. They got a uh, John Morasti jersey with uh, uh, I'm not sure which uh, language it is or what. Uh, I don't even know how to want to say it, and I don't want to mess it up. But it's a cool, it's a cool looking jersey. Cool looking jersey. Uh, with that being said, let's get into some alley talk. Uh, this segment of Alley Talk is brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS for 25% off your hemp-derived CBD oils and functional mushroom blend needs. Oh, gnarly! So, guys, Flyers lose series to the Red Wings. So, we could just knock out these two probably relatively quick. So, um, Wade, it's been a long time since you've been on the, on the show. Um, I want to dive into your antics and what you think is going on with the uh flyers right now um red wings flyers serious let's hear it um well the first game was it was a home and home setup flyers home then then away uh it was the first time in a regulation since 97 the, the red wings beat us in our own in our own barn which is kind of shitty especially if you look at how the detroit red wings were built throughout the 90s <clears throat> right. And then it just uh, eventually took this long for them to beat us in our own, own building. Um, I'm not sure if uh, some of the coaching changes came on the first or second game, but it looked like our power play was a dismal. Right. It just looked like nobody wanted to shoot the puck when this new, uh, not even a head coach, it was like another assistant assistant coach that came in. So. Yeah, I will Shit say, show. <laughs> yeah, the second game definitely they looked better in the second game than they did the first game. Um, but I mean, it's just it's just the under. I I, I was gonna tweet out, but I didn't. Um, I was busy. Um, they the the I know everyone knows that the shoot first mentality is gone again, but you really could see it in the second game. They just wouldn't shoot the puck during the power play. They did score during the power play in that game. But that's just – you just got to – you got to shoot the puck. Because Yandel, right? Yandel got it. And slammed it. Yeah, Yandel slammed it home. It looked like that's what they were trying to set up was that uh, demon bomb. You know, you throw it back to the D guy. Hopefully he's at the top of the umbrella set up on the power play to blast it. But And then again, it looked like nobody wanted to, to screen the goalie. Everybody was just off to that, like, little pitch to the side. Right, Mayor. What uh, what do you got for us for the uh, the Red Wing series? Well, I wanted to unpack a little bit of what uh, of what Wade said there. Um, so you, you mentioned that Detroit definitely had some wagon teams back in the '90s, but let's not forget the Flyers had some solid squads through the '90s as well. Um, really solid up until uh, up until that lockout, where you know obviously league rules changed. Um, some say to shut down the Flyers, but um, you know, so let's let's not forget we had some some solid teams back then as well. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, the, the games, both Detroit games were, you know, they were disappointing. Um, little bright spot, Isaac Ratcliffe picking up his first goal, uh, first NHL goal in game one. Um, obviously, we like to see that. Everybody knows I'm a big uh, Isaac Ratcliffe guy. Um, and again, the, the power play continues to struggle. This is a reoccurring theme over the last, um, you know, two and a half years here, really, uh, you know, since the uh, since the bubble. Um, and, and nobody wanting to screen the goalie is, you know, for a team that in pregame skate, I see more people practicing tips in front of the net and screening goaltenders, but we never see it in game. Like if you watch that pregame warmup, they're out there and TK in particular is standing right in front of the net, trying to deflect pucks into the net. And then you just don't see it for the rest of the game. There's just, there's no concentrated effort to screen the goaltenders and get these dirty goals. And when you're struggling, particularly on the power play, those are the, those are the easy ones that get, you know, scooping up the garbage out in front. You know, it was funny because I think it was uh, – <clears throat> was it Jonesy or – I forget which which announcer it was. But they had said that uh, there was – there's just no communication that, that during one of the one of the potential um, – I think it was during the power play, a potential scoring opportunity that uh, Giroux just wouldn't pass it to, to uh, Cam Atkinson, that he – for a good, like – three seconds, maybe four seconds was wide open on the right side of the net and just wouldn't pass it to him. Um, I went back and watched it and it definitely did happen. Uh, def- definitely goes to my, uh, my belief that there's, you know, a power struggle of uh, leadership in the locker room. And it just so happened to be between those two. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 the first game in Philly was rough because it just didn't, they just weren't clicking. Like they, it was just I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, the second game, you could really see some some, you know, spark and some life. But I mean, I, I don't know what the deal is. But you also have to remember the Red Wings aren't a pushover this year. So like a lot of people are getting upset about you know oh they lost to the Red Wings. Yeah, but they lost to the Red Wings. It's not like losing to the Sabers or it's not like losing to but but they did lose. I mean. They could have won these games. The first one, I don't think they they were they, they weren't winning that one. The second one, they had chances to win that. And you know, everyone's pointing a finger at Carter Hart. Um, I love how he conducts himself in post game. Now he's just kind of an asshole. I, I love that that he's just kind of like, yeah, you know, you win some uh, lucky bounce. That's part of hockey. Moving on, <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's great. Like, I love that he's doing that. It means his head's on right. But hey, it is what it is. Congratulations, the wing sauce. Uh, they were chirping us up on a. Uh, on Twitter pretty heavily during the game and Instagram. I didn't even – dude, I was getting knocked around all, all, all afternoon. And Evan from the Halftimers is a huge uh, uh, Detroit fan too, so I was I was taking it from both both ends there. But, yeah, congratulations to you guys, I guess. You have one. It's about it's about time. I mean, they were dragging uh, their feet through the, through the draft picks for a couple of years and it finally starting to pan out. I, I well, like the DVY in there really helps as well. I mean, you're starting to see yes. in these first two drafts here, you're really starting to see his draft picks playing early. I mean, he's 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 a guy that's traditionally built through the draft. I mean, see what he did with that team in Tampa. Um, you know, yeah. so to to the people that are out there saying that, you know, oh, you, you can't lose to Detroit. Well, Detroit is probably 30% ahead of where we thought they'd be in their rebuild at this point. Um, they're definitely trending in the right direction, and 
honestly, I think they're a team that probably stands a chance to contend within the next three to four years. So compared to where we're at as a franchise, I, I don't really take it as, I mean, obviously you want to win every game, but you know, I'm not putting too much um, into a, a loss to Detroit. So. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I would honestly go as far as saying they could they could be a contender next year. They're they're really they're they're trending in the right direction. And you know the thing is is, is it's it's nice to see those teams. Obviously, you want the Flyers to win, but Detroit's a, they're 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 a legendary organization. So I mean, they, they've been struggling as of late. I mean, so were the, the Sabers were a pain in the ass back in the day too. Like, don't forget that shit. So I mean, the Dominic Nashik days. Right. Eventually, those teams that that are you know that were struggling as of late, they're gonna come back. I mean, it's gonna happen. So, but it is what it is. I mean, <clears throat> I have a firm belief, and I don't know how you guys think about this, uh, you know, way of thinking. Um, I don't think they should have dropped. Uh, I don't think they should have dropped York down because now he's hurt. Um, that sucks. Um, and I don't think they should have dropped Frost down because Frost was trending in the right direction. Um, it's just yeah, at this point in time. So I did the math the other day. We would have to live, win 11 straight games in a row to catch up with, I think the Bruins that were at 55 points. That was like a day ago. So like you really got to start thinking, you know, realistically, are we going to be able to make a run? No, we're not. No. I think you Boston still has up. games in hand on us as well. Exactly. You got to bring the kids up, let the kids play, let them get some experience. If you would have, if you would have kept York up, he probably would have got hurt down, down in Lehigh. Never know. Well, he wouldn't have been there. Correct. No, but he could have just fucking. That guy could have broke into the stadium and attacked him. He could have. He could have took a fucking puck off the fucking foot and shattered his foot against the Red Wings. You know what? The way the way the Red Wings were just blasting it at us. It's just. Well, you stand a chance to get injured every time you step exactly. on the ice. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely against those moves. I think Frost and York are two guys that, in a season where you don't really stand a chance at making the playoffs, they're two guys that you expect to be kind of, you know, cornerstone pieces moving forward. Get them the NHL experience. Let them play the minutes. Especially um, give Frost. them a chance to acclimate themselves at, at that league level. Especially Frost because he – everybody's so confused on what exactly he's supposed to be doing here and, and what, you know, his role is and, and kind of like what, what's going to happen when it comes to, to Morgan Frost. If you let him stay up for the rest of the season, maybe he gets that uh, confidence that he needs to maybe see exactly what he wants to do here. So it, it's, it's a tough situation when it comes to that. Cause I, I, I'm usually, I want them to, to develop, but at the same time, like what's, what's, what's it going to hurt? Right. There's nothing wrong with developing at the NHL level in a season where you don't, again, you don't stand a chance at making the playoffs. And, you know, it's a lot harder for a guy to develop his game when his call ups are two or three games where he's just hoping not to fuck up. If you know you're going to be in the show for the rest of the year, you can play with more confidence and you can play your style of game. And a turnover in the first, on your first shift isn't going to shut you down for the rest of the game. And Frost is a guy that I really think needs those minutes to develop that confidence. Right. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing. Like we covered a lot of the, uh, you know, the the scouting reports and such last week. And I mean, he's cap- He's these players are capable of doing it. You gotta give them the chance. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, and that kind of leads into my next my next thing, which is uh, 
Danny B re reunites with the Flyers. So I'll start with the mayor with this. I have some some interesting uh, when well, I interesting. I have some choice words about this mayor. What, what do you what do you think is 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 this going to benefit? Are the Flyers going to benefit from this? Or are they going to? Do you think this was a good move? I think it's a good move, and they will benefit from it, provided they allow him to do some of the things that he wants to do. Obviously, he's a he's an up and coming future GM in the league. He had the interviews with Montreal. Like he's at a point now where he's starting to get you know garner some attention at the NHL level in the front offices. Um, so I also think for that reason, because he was interviewed by Montreal, it kind of forced the Flyers' hand a little bit. Um, you know, to, to kind of get them up in the ranks here at the NHL level. Um, I think that they quite possibly view him as a successor to Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, I, I do agree with, with most of that. I agree with all that, but my point's going to kind of be hot take-ish. Wade, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about Danny B becoming the, the, assist, the special assistant GM to Chuck Fletcher? Um. <clears throat> I think we need to stay away from uh, former flyers or former players that uh, don't have a fucking background in being a GM yet. I mean, Stevie Y out of all the most recent players and Joe Sackick. Yeah. I mean, those two guys are legends and they've been all through the organizations of, of a league. Danny B. I think he's only done minor work. I don't know too much in his background. We had my opinion. Mariners, he was the guy up there running the show up at the main Mariners, but have they won anything? I don't know anything about them. I okay. know they have a cool logo. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. But, um, but, I, um, I do have to commend you with what you said because that was going to be my point. Our, our, I, mean, our, I like Danny B. I have his autograph, but um, I, I just think the Flyers should just step, take a couple of steps back. I mean, Fucking Hextall fucked us for a couple of years with draft picks. Um, I mean, he landed on a couple, but, you know, it's nor here or there. I just don't think uh, Danny B is going to be our knight in shiny armor. Yeah, so, like, I'm going to take uh, take words from uh, my dad, Bob Hangholt, said it last night. You got to stay away from the former players because it just doesn't work. Now, if there's going to be a former player that it may work, it, I really do think it will be him. Because his hockey knowledge is incredible, but at the same time, like uh, it depends on what his views are. Are, are Danny B's views in, in the fact of letting like players like Zach McEwen do what he's supposed to do? Um, you know, let Isaac Radcliffe, you know, with his his presence of his physical presence, let him do what he's supposed to do. You know, it all depends on what what, what direction he believes the team is going to succeed in. So. Um, I do think that he could help, but I think uh, I think the mayor said, had said it all depends on how much they're willing to let him have his hand in. And I do believe that they said that every single move that Chuck Fletcher makes, Danny B is going to have his hand in it. So that also tells you that probably next season, if not next season, the following season will be uh, next season will probably be Chuck Fletcher's last season. Um because I mean, Danny B's just presence in the city just over overshadows Chuck Fletcher. I mean, I I do think you see Danny B as the the GM at, at some point soon. So reading the tea leaves here, I wonder if this hints at uh, possibly a retirement from Paul Holmgren. Um, you know, possibly Chuck Fletcher taking over the president role, and 
moving Danny Briere into that um, into that general manager position. Um, now, to, to Wade's point about him not really having any experience at a higher level above the main Mariners, um, you also got to think that a, a general manager at the AHL level really doesn't have much control over his roster. It's an ECHL um, level. Right. No, I'm saying he's he's at the ECHL level, right? So if he were to go the next level up to the AHL as a general manager, he's not going to have his hand in as much of the roster construction at the AHL level because so much of your AHL roster is constructed from the NHL draft picks and so on and so forth. So you don't really get a chance to build your AHL roster. I think bringing him in as a special assistant to the general manager, um, he'll actually have a little bit more uh, he'll be able to gain a little bit more experience in terms of, uh, you know, the player personnel end of things at a higher level than he would in that same position at the AHL level. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, and I, I think it's like half and half, but the experience that we've already had in the past with former players definitely make, I mean, you got to kind of think, okay, man, like another former player, blah, blah, blah. But you do have to take into consideration, you know, who it is. Danny B is huge. I mean, he is huge. Everyone loves him. I saw him the other night. Didn't go up there. I'm terrified. Um, but you know, it's, he was. I'm not allowed in there anyway. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going in the in the GM you know, suite. I don't know if I can actually. I'll find out. Um, but that being said, yeah, I think it's a good move. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, he turns. So he turns down. He obviously he turned down the, the halves. I mean, who wouldn't? The fucking dump. You think a word dumpster fire? Come the fuck on. We're not. We're not far away. But we at least have the talent. They don't have the talent. Um, and they suck. But um, it's just uh, I think you're going to see something cool from this. I think if they let him focus on what he specializes in, Danny B was literally Mister Fucking Playoffs. Like he was a player, and I think if he hones in on the people that he know that that he that resemble his kind of play, I think you're going to really see some good kind of snipers and some good uh, not so many so much playmakers, but you're going to see some dirty area guys like Danny B was. So I, I think it's a good move, but I just don't think people should expect it to be like the founding move that's going to define, you know, how the Flyers play next year. No, not at all. And I, I'll be honest with you. I like this move for another reason. And that is Breer's always been a, a team kind of a guy. Um, and everything that I've heard about him with the main Mariners, which obviously isn't much, because there's not a whole lot of news coming out of the ECHL, but everything that you hear is that he's very collaborative. Um, he, he believes in listening to the scouts. Um, and, and I think that'll continue here at the NHL level. And I think for a young GM and somebody coming into his own, um, I think he's really going to have to lean on his scouts. And, and I think that's something that we didn't see out of Ron Hextall. And I believe we missed out on some quality players and some, in some drafts with some really high picks because of that. Um, so I think this is definitely a, a sign that they really want somebody in, um, in a position of power that's going to listen to the people around him. At the end of the day, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And, um, you know, obviously, if you have 80 sets of eyes on something as opposed to just one, um, you're going to have varied opinions and you're going to be able to see things from more angles. Those are great topics. I love you guys. <laughs> as everybody does say, we, we lost Frankie James. He's no longer on the show. We might just bring you on the show. We'll just be special guest all the time. Um, 
Yeah, with that being said, like I said, it's a, I think it's a good move, uh, especially from that a player from that era too. I mean, Danny B was such a monumental player in Philadelphia. I mean, people respect the hell out of him. Uh, when I even w- walked into the press box for the first time down, downstairs, uh, before I went to the press box, you know, they, all they said was, you know, look for Danny B, and he'll tell you where to go, and that's what happened. And I'm gonna shit myself, but you know, it's it's he's he's a, the, these players. Ex uh, former players are uh, they're they're still big in the in the organization. Just like you know, everyone talking, like get get Rick Tockett, which I'm not on board with that. But you know, let's see. Well, oh, here we got a we got a comment from Dan Linsky. I think I got it right that time, bud. Uh, so is Fletcher on his way out? I I would Dan. I would say honestly, I think that it's going to trend in that direction. Not not till after next season. Um, Unless they decide to pull the plug, I mean, I, I think they're gonna. I th- I personally think they're gonna wait and see. You're gonna start seeing a lot of the players that are hurt get their surgeries that they need, um, and they're gonna wait it out till next season and then let everybody full force go in. And I think that's when you're gonna see the players that are hurt, like Ellis, uh, even Couturier. So, some some players that are hurt a lot of a lot of the time, you're gonna start seeing them on the chopping block. And I think that's when you're gonna start seeing the rumors of uh, Chuck Fletcher maybe being on his way out. Because then you got Danny B right there. Well, see, I don't think they make the Danny B move if Chuck Fletcher is on the hot seat. Why would you? Why would you have a GM that's on the hot seat and and, and you know sh- struggling to keep his job? Why would you have him take the possible future GM under his wing? Well, wouldn't that be the smart move to do? It's a power I mean, move. Yeah. It's why a, would this... you, Why would you want? the guy that you're planning on firing teaching everything he knows to Danny Breer. Cause right now he's in the, so, so if you got, all right, this is, this is good. I like this. So you get, uh, you got Danny B who's in right now, right? Um, he's the special. And my, my, mind you, this has never happened before a special assistant to the GM. No, no GM should need a special assistant. One, two. Um, Unless if you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. So he's being questioned right now. And that's either that's in the open or it's not. And they're telling him, hey, man, like, you know, we're just bringing to Danny B. We got him. He's a little to, to the franchise. You know, everyone knows him, blah, blah, blah. Specializes this way. He's either in, in the know or he's not. My guess is Chuck Fletcher is not in the know. And they got Danny B because they got him. And why not? Right. They're in such a, a predicament that they're in right now. Why not bring Danny B in? I don't think I think Chuck Fletcher doesn't know shit. And I do think that he's going to be – he doesn't need to train Danny B. That's the thing. Like, they don't need to communicate like that. So, um, I don't think it's the situation where he would be grooming him and why would you do that. I think it's the fact that he's going to be out either next, after next season or after this season, Chuck Fletcher's going to be gone. And Danny – Yeah, I just I just think you don't, want to, you don't want to contaminate the water table, right? I, I don't think you would want Briere that close to a guy if you plan on moving on from him. Um you know, I, I really think, like I said earlier, I, I think this kind of hints at a at a homegrown retirement. Um, you know, everything we've seen from well. Dave Scott, I feel like he thinks very highly of Chuck Fletcher. Now, whether that's merited or not, I think he does feel high. He does have you know Chuck Fletcher in high regard, and it wouldn't surprise me if you know a guy that's that's been a three time general manager now um, would elevate to a president role where he. He would have a little bit less hand, obviously, in player personnel um, and more kind of on the business side, which I think Chuck could definitely handle the business side. Evan Hale, check it in. 
host of the uh, Halftimers. Um, adding a guy like Danny B can only help the organization. Yeah, I, I think it helps. I mean, but I just – it depends. It depends on what they're going to do with it. And like I said, we'll never know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You don't know until, you know, something happens. But I, I do think that Danny B is going to be replacing somebody. If it's Holmgren, I, yeah, maybe. You know, is that is that where you're getting at? No, I'm, I'm getting at Holmgren retires. Fletcher Holmgren. elevates oh. the president. Danny B elevates the GM. I misunderstood you. I like that move. Um. But because I, I personally I like I and like I say all the time, everybody be lying if they say they didn't like Chuck Fletcher's moves in the offseason. Now they didn't work out because guys are hurt. But if they weren't, we'd be in a playoff spot right now, and you know it would be what it it, it would be what it, it it is what it is. But at the same time, next season, say everybody gets healthy, and and we blow this shit apart, and and Chuck Fletcher's a, a saint now again. So I think that's a good move. I think that is a good one. I misunderstood you, Mary. I apologize. And and it's also hard to judge Chuck, um, particularly because you haven't seen his draft picks get a chance to come to fruition yet either. Evan sales Evan Hale says, sick t-shirt. Send one our way. I will get into that sponsor read. Please don't rush me. Um, yeah, maybe I will send you some. Oh, yeah, I got a few. I got a few this time. Uh, we'll get some more. I got some hats too. Some hats are pretty cool. Um, well, right. well, with talking on uh... – the whole maybe uh, Chuck Fletcher being fired already. I don't really see that happening um, because we kind of, I think Paul Ongram kind of like took the leash off and let him get who he wants this pass off. Comment. Did you see the blank check comment? No, Dave I did not. Said he, he's got a blank <laughs> check. Let's do what we got to do to make this work. That's a bold um, statement, buddy. <laughs> like, like, I mean, if you think about it, like we traded some, some draft picks. Uh, we traded some prospects to to get you know Ristolainen, uh, Ryan Ellis, but you know we also got some cancer out of here as in Nolan Patrick, which is doing jack shit in Vegas. Um, I think he's probably hurt again. I don't care what anybody says. It's still it's still funny to see that. There. It's not just us. It's not just us. It's I know not, that's weird. Sorry. But you know, uh, in two years, I could see Chuck Fletcher either being promoted or, or let go. Um, he spent a few years with Minnesota and Minnesota's, you know, doing pretty good right now. Um, you know, they, uh, they did a, do a, a big swing and a miss on the contracts with Zach Parisi and, and Suter. Yes. I mean, well, he's in, he's in Jersey now, not doing anything. He's with the Islanders right now doing nothing. But back when Fletcher was with Minnesota, wow. Fletcher had, you know, keys to the fucking facility and tried to buy a Stanley Cup with, with two players like that. But obviously it didn't didn't pan out at all for years. So it looked like uh, Holmgren was like, all right, you know what? You have four years to get us, get us something. And this year he, or this preseason, he uh, went and tried to buy us a Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of why I've questioned Chuck's ability to execute a rebuild in the past because you've never seen him do it. He's always been brought in in situations where a team is um, looking for somebody to bring him, you know, over the top. 
he's always been the guy that they bring in to sign veteran players to to contracts and and make the fringe moves, um, not necessarily you know start from scratch and uh, and build through the draft. So, you know, not that he can't do it, but we've ne- we haven't seen him do it because he's never been put in that position. So, right, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, honestly, I I think I I forgot that obviously. Holmgren is going to retire at some point, and they're going to need somebody in the, in that role. So, I think right. Well, and they just retired. They just did the Hall of Fame ceremony for him this year as well. So, it'd be a good time. You know, that's kind of something I feel like you might do while somebody's on their way out in the organization. Sure, sure. Good, good points. Good points there. In um, his speech, he brought up you know all the sacrifices that his family's had to make over the years, and. You know, you could definitely see him maybe at this point prioritizing his family over um, over the Flyers organization, and you, and you can't fault a guy for that. No. Right. We'll see what happens. That's, that's good points there. Like I said, I forgot that someone was going to have to replace him, and who was that going to be? So see what happens. And that, that ends our, our segment of Alley Talk. Uh, we have, now we have Down the Well. I love that sound clip. Uh, the segment of Down the Well is brought to you by Iceworks Skate Complex and Aston PA. Go to www.iceworks.net. Um, we're going to be having an event. Not really an event. We're going to be doing what we were supposed to do this month. Uh, uh, the ice storm kind of whooped our ass and no one was able to make it. So we're going to do something. I think it's let's see, the 18th of March. We're just going to – it's going to be Flyers versus Ottawa at 7 o'clock. We're just going to go there. We're going to rip it. We're going to have a lot of good merch from our new sponsors, which I'll go over in a little bit. Um, we'll be serving a, a, some of their beer. We've got a new beer sponsor. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's jump into this. The Flyers versus the Pens on Tuesday at 7 p.m. So the Pens are doing pretty good here. Um. Uh, what do you guys? How do you guys think this is gonna go? Wait, we'll go. Oh, you know what, Mayor? Let's go to you. You're already ready to rock and roll. All right. Um. Well, anybody that's seen my show and uh, saw me on Flyers Alley um, post All Star break knows that I had us going two and one this week. Um, at this point, that's looking like it's probably gonna turn to zero and three. Um. You know, again, I, I kind of always look at things through the uh, through the orange colored glasses, um, and I will never openly say in any public setting or private that the Penguins are going to beat the Flyers. But I will say this: it wouldn't surprise me if the Penguins beat the Flyers. I'm not saying it. I will not say the other thing. I'm still going to Flyers beat the Penguins. <laughs> I'm, I'm going that direction. Wave, what do you think? I'm going that direction, but I'm not. You're not saying it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if it went the other way. I I just beat Pittsburgh. At this point, for the rest of the year, just just beat Pittsburgh. I love that. Yep. Uh, Daniel Linsky, please tell me Risto won't go. They're, they're, I think they're actually in the process of of doing his thing now. He said he wanted to stay. The Flyers said that they want him to stay. They're going to figure that out. And, and yeah, you know, I, I got to justify what they gave up for him. What Hake? Well, there was, then, a, there was a first round pick in there as well. Yeah. Well, it also that goes with my with my thing is I'm done with picks. I'm done. I'm done with picks. For the love of God, I'm done with picks because you know what happens when we get picks? They don't fucking work out. <laughs> well, that so. was with the old management. Okay. 
Okay, well, I'm just saying, let's take a year off. We all right, look at who we got. This we got, year, we, we have a chance to have a top five draft pick as of right now. But this year, if no one got hurt, we wouldn't even be worried about it. So, like, yeah, well, I gotta pump the brakes. You People will not get hurt. People get hurt. They do. That's what I'm saying. So let's 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 see what happens next year. You know, it is what it is. There's not too Shane Wright. You know, there's a couple guys, but I mean, there's there's not too much. So we'll see what happens. I mean, are we doing a draft show? We always do a draft show. So yeah, we did it earlier. Yeah, we have more people now. So to this this one. Yeah, we we actually could do a the entire fucking draft if you want it. <laughs> we're we're moving along here. We got a we got a New Jersey show now. So I mean, we're 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 going. We're moving. Um, I do think I hope I hope the Flyers beat the Penguins. Uh, we all hope the Flyers beat the Penguins. Like Wade said, let's just let's let's do that one. So we, you know, for the love of God, uh, I don't want to hear that. I got a guy at work, Don Curry. Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. I'll never let me. Usually, usually, usually he chimes in every once in a while with the comments. <laughs> yeah, punish him for acquiring and then extending former Flyer Jeff Carter. Yeah, that yeah. was. That was a Hextall move right there. Yeah. Oh, you're 35? Oh, here's a contract extension. Uh, oh, Greg, our buddy Greg Montour checking in. Move Limblom off that first line. Try Radcliffe or McEwen up there. And I'd Daniel, put McEwen up there. Yeah, you're damn right you would. Um, <laughs> Daniel Linsky, Schittsburg. Yes, brother, always. Let's get back to Greg. Let's get back to Greg. Greg, I love Greg. He's a good friend. Um, yeah, you got to make the decision on Limblom. You have to sometime soon, dude. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, if you move him. <sighs> he started to turn it around, though, when we started moving him up, it seems like. As his hair gets longer, <clears throat> he starts getting better. You notice his hair starting to come out of his, his helmet a little bit. It's like the metallic. I like that take. When they cut their hair, they started sucking. Once he gets his hair back, he'll be in the flow, flow state. Uh, to be honest, he didn't cut his hair, okay? You know, I didn't want to. All right. Oh, it's just. Oh, now, why you got to take it there? Talk oh, because because I'm that fucking guy. That's his job. <laughs> if I don't take it there, somebody in the comments will. <laughs> Maybe he's getting some hairstyle points from McEwen. Ah, oh, McEwen's just the the full. Yeah, I, I really like Radcliffe. I really yeah. like. Cliff, I don't think I don't think Radcliffe earned enough time to, to to be bumped up on the top two. McEwen, he's been hustling since the day we fucking got him. You know, so. it's crazy. Our guy Kyle Wellsford from uh, uh, Nux Talk <clears throat> asked me if I could get him with uh, McEwen for an interview, and I'm like, ah, I, yeah, I can't because of the media. It's not not me. But um, yeah, he, he told me when we got him. Well, when we got uh, Kyle for Nux Talk, when we got that on the network. He was like. Uh, Oh, McEwen. Everyone talks so highly of McEwen, and now we see why. I mean, he. I don't know if you guys noticed he was trying to stir shit up the other night, to, last night too. Of course. I mean, he's just he's a he's an absolute beauty. I fucking love that guy. He's a great. He was also, of course. He, saying, he was also sticking up for a couple of teammates. Uh, some shots happened during the game that you know didn't get called or whatever. Uh, he is hit. May, Mayhew, fucking. Uh, Oh, that was rough. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he toe picked, um, but he ate the boards. Yeah, dude, um, that was so, rough. So you, so you know, McEwen's just there to 
<clears throat> kind of like be a captain and stick up for your team or something. So That's a, that was a fucking penalty. They didn't call that. That that upsets even the announcers were even like, dude, that's a penalty. That's an absolute penalty. They didn't call that. That was a trip. That was an absolute trip. So, yeah, that's why I said I'll know if it was a toe pick. Yeah, we're gonna call it a fucking penalty. Um, but okay, so then move on from that. We got another game. We got the Flyers versus the Capitals on Thursday, seven p.m. Um, we already we're one and zero with the Capitals, so we 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 do relatively good against the Capitals. I, you know, yeah, we I, always play them well. Elliot had their number. You remember that? Elliot it was yes. a spoon wall. The, Staring down Ovechkin with that slap shot, and it's just like I'm like, why is it no like normally Sean Couturier is all over Ovechkin, oh, but yeah. uh, with with him being out, uh, I, I I honestly think that fucking Ovechkin may even get a hat trick against us. Whoa, whoa! Hey, you might want to check the odds on that. That might not be a bad value bet. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Of I that. mean, I'm. I'm also. I'm not a, a fan of it, but you, you got to recognize the reality of the situation as well. I mean, that's a that's a great point you bring up there, Wade. I mean, you do usually see Couturier draped all over Ovechkin, mm-hmm. and you know he's a Selkie caliber guy. He's somebody that's in the conversation for the Selkie every year. So, what are we gonna do? Put Giroux on him? Ovechkin would just eat him. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Lots on him. Lots that would be that'd be a good backup. Yeah. Well, so, and also, you have to understand, so, <clears throat> there was a big, big deal in the media, a big deal that Broussard came back. He's out again. He's That's out again. probably why we sent uh, Morgan Frost back down, because he came back because of contract. He has a one-way contract. That's no, he, definitely, he came back, yeah, 100%, but at the same yeah. time, like, look what you said. So, so uh, Mike Yo Shut him said, down for the rest of the year. Mike Yo had said that uh, yeah. he, he was feeling we, he, he was a little – like hurt, so he just didn't play at all. Like these guys, man, I love I love Derek Brassard and, and Wade. You were right when we got him. You're like, you're gonna love this guy. I love Derek Brassard. <clears throat> he actually looks like my buddy AJ's younger brother Scott, um, Scott Simon. Um, drop him, drop little Scott Simon in there. Um, <clears throat> but he just these guys that are getting hurt, man. Like you have to make that decision, dude. You got. But it's also know. up to the players and the medical staff to see if they are clear to play. So here's the thing: now the, the medical staff is under an absolute microscope at this point. Um, they're they're going to you're going to that's going to be the next thing you hear come out is that you know this is what's happening. They're going to be getting a new. You got to get a new medical staff at this point. Everyone's hurt. People are hurt all the time. They're basically the players are going saying I don't feel right, and these guys are letting them play. Like it's just it's it's not okay. You, you gotta. Like our buddy Wade Allison, not going to get into it. Like I said, our conversations are off the record, so I'm not going to bring it on. Um, right. You know, it is what it is. Just he went know. and got a second opinion. Right. So, you it know, just, that's not from your conversation. That was in the media yeah. that he went and got a second opinion on his, I believe it was his elbow at the time or his shoulder. Uh, it's his. But, so it was his elbow. He hyperextended his elbow and in, in the uh, Phantoms. Uh, his his injury at the that that injury no his hyperextended his elbow with the Flyers the last time his injury at the beginning of the year isn't the one he has now so right he's he's it's a different injury different injury but hope I'll be back like I said not going to state when because it's just not I'm not that kind of reporter take some notes send the uh, send the scouting staff down to Novacare start picking some doctors exactly um. 
And with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think we're gonna continue. We're gonna go two and zero against the Capitals. We do we we do play them. I think like two more times after this game. So yeah, um, we got a rough schedule. Yeah. Plus, we do have we do have uh, fly, uh, weekdays in the alley, um, hosted by Jess Hess, and we got Donnie Hockey down there with her. Uh, they'll be covering you know the games that are going to happen midweek. They'll probably cover the rest of it. So don't want to get too much into it. But I'm saying we're taking the Caps. That's I'm, I'm going to say that. And that's all I got for Milestone Tracker. Oh no, that was down the well. Here's Milestone. That was tracker. down the well. Milestone Tracker. Milestone Tracker is brought to you by Luguru. Luguru. Custom clothing line. Go to www.luguru.co. This guy's the man, former player, Kyle Mulvey. Got in contact with him. He's uh he's he's awesome. Um he's gonna start. He's making a uh, Flyers Alley jersey. It's looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Awesome. Hooking him up with Ice Wars to maybe be their guy as well. Um we could probably bring him on the show at some point. Um that being said, congratulations to Zach McEwen for playing his 100th game in the NHL. Um, I didn't add it, and the mayor did bring it up. It's also uh, Isaac Radcliffe with his first NHL goal, correct? So That was against the Red Wings' uh, first game? Yes. Yeah, we thought that McEwen got it, but uh, Radcliffe was in the front <clears throat> doing a screen, yeah. and he, he got it. So that's great. I mean – Doing exactly what he needs to do with that gigantic body of his. Dude, he's huge. in front of that net. He's, he's absolutely huge. Like, I don't understand. Mike Knubel 2.0. Yeah, he's just and a big. Knubel wasn't even that big, big of a big of a player. He just got no, his he hard, played hard, so gritty, much bigger spots. than he was. Yes, you know it's crazy. I got a pair of his skates. His Watch skates. I play too, like Mo Sider and like Radcliffe, and you know. Uh, Lucas Raymond, dude. There's some good. There's some good rookies out there. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings were were blessed with Lucas Raymond and uh, Moe Sider. Moe Sider is a monster. Like if yeah, yeah. You, you can't deny well, man, PK, dude. He was just loving. <laughs> they were destroying Provorov. Did anybody else notice that Provorov was getting his ass kicked? He was all over the place. They were picking on him. I don't like that. But exposure. Just want to say that. But uh. Yeah, congratulations to Isaac Radcliffe again for your uh, first NHL goal. And Zach McEwen plays his 100th game in the NHL. That's great. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, the beauty of the week. So, Flyers Alley Beauty of the Week is sponsored by Sterling Pig Brewery. Now, this is our new, if you can't tell, uh, this is our new sponsor. Uh, I have their beer here, the Snuffler IPA. Now, they gave me three beers to choose from. Um, one was the Snuffler. The other one was the Shoat. The Shoat is actually 2018's, like, beer of the year winner. And the other one is a February. It's called February AF, which stands for February as fuck. That being said, this thing, this is my favorite one out of them. Um and this is kind of uh, how we're going to do this from now on, okay? Uh, the mayor, I will get you some. Wait, I got a hat and a t-shirt for you. To it. <laughs> Look at that. Perfect pour because Jesse from Delco knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, but with this thing, the Snuffler IPA is their flagship. It's uh, easy drinking IPA with hop, hoppy and citrus and tropical fruit flavor. 
Let me just uh, let me get a little bit of. Anyway, that being said, go to www.sterlingpig.com. They have a place in Media, Pennsylvania. Has a restaurant, has merch, has everything you could want. I was just in there with Charlotte the other day. Charlotte carried out all the uh, merch, and um, she was. It was a. It was a little box. Yeah, I think her under to work, child labor here, Admiral. <laughs> hey man, she comes with me everywhere I go. <laughs> Did we get a total wine every week? Anyway, um, that being said, the beauty of the week, I didn't write one down. Um, sponsored by him, selling pig. Wait, beauty of the week, who, who you got? Who you got? Uh, <laughs> yeah, tough. it's tough. I'll give it to our boy McEwen. Yes, showing up, running. Running his fucking body into the boards of the USA. <laughs> Second runner up, close one would be Lawton. Oh, I like this. Let's do three. But, yeah, uh, three. Do three. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. hard. <laughs> It'll be hard to do three. Um, <laughs> I'll take the SATs next, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't got a third one. Oh, hi, Mayor. Yeah. Let's go to you. Let's go to the mayor. <laughs> um, I think it's again, it's hard to deny Lawton. Um, I, I, it's to me, I think, uh, in first place, though, you, you got to go with Isaac Ratcliffe. He's, he's starting to put everything together. I'm a big Ratcliffe guy. I'm going to continue to ride with him. Um, and when you think about a butte, right? A guy who's, ah, oh, this guy's a fucking beauty. You think of just this big rough and tumble throwing his weight around guy and uh to me that is isaac ratcliffe so i, I think i'm going ratcliffe one lots two because once again i mean big time guy big uh you know big time playmaker shows up when you need him most um and three i'm gonna go with carter hart oh he's standing on his head continually all season um, and he's also standing in there with some tough questions at the podium. And, you know, there's definitely some noise being made. Um, you referenced it earlier, Admiral. He's, uh, you know, not that he's on the hot seat, but in some people's opinions, he should be. And I think those people are clearly wrong. Um, and he's taking it all in stride. I think that sports psychologist that he's been working with since he was a kid is really uh, paying off here. He's showing some mental toughness both on the ice and at the podium. So Carter Hart with uh, – with a nice third mention there. Yeah, I got I got to go with McEwen. Uh, I like your, your picks. Carter Hart's a good one, too, because I do agree with that, so I won't take yours. Um, I got to go McEwen, one. Radcliffe, Hashtag two. your boy. Yes, I mean, I, I, I rep McEwen hard. My boy. McEwen, one. I mean, you can't you can't disagree with that. I mean, he's, he's he, regardless of how the, how the team's doing, he's out there. Just, he's still laying the body on everyone, man. It's just – He's just—he's a Philadelphia Flyer. He just is. He's what we need. Um, Isaac Radcliffe for sure. Um, he is another. He's—he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, like you said, in front of the net, big body, laying it down. I do think you may see him come up with a little bit of a wrist injury that's about to happen. I did see that. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. He got hit with the puck in the wrist, uh, third period, late in third period. He's kind of laboring it, but didn't get off the ice and was still checking people. 
Hopefully it doesn't happen, but I think I, I did catch it a little bit. Um, I could get a loss for my third one. I have to. I mean, I, I'm actually mad that I had to put him at three, but he's just – I don't know, man. These three guys are the ones that are kind of uh, – I think Taron Hatcher and uh, I think it was Al Morgani were talking. Uh, Scott Lawton is the guy that I think you, you hear in the locker room probably more than anyone else. Um, he's just he's, – he's the next leader of the Flyers, regardless of, you know – what I've said in the past past uh, episodes about like the the culture change that's happening, I, I think Scott Scott Lawton needs to be the next the next uh, captain of this team. I know it's Couturier, but at the same time, when when do you see Scott Lawton hurt? Knock on wood, um, Couturier's hurt. He's he's not helping us. He's hurt right now. Um, you know, Giroux's probably most likely going to leave at the at the trade deadline, um, and then then who? It's got to be Scott Lawton. It has to be. Um, I, I like that take. He's, I mean, he, he does what he has to do. Goes to the dirty areas, checks when he has to, sticks up for his team. Kind of sounds like a flyer uh, captain to me, just saying. In a season like this, you're starting to see more and more why he was untouchable at the deadline two years ago. Yep. Yeah. Because all of the places that players don't want to go, going deep into the corners on the four, or just even going through the middle for a deflection in front of that net where two defenders there that are just going to rip your fucking head off. But and I've know, said he it before. There. Every now and then he pulls out some Danny Dangles, man. He does yeah. randomly, and it's it's great what he does because because like I was saying with me and me and Frank were watching the game the one night we both looked at each other like what 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 just happened there? He comes <laughs> out he comes out of nowhere with the with the the dangles. I like it. Um. But yeah, it's almost like a random firework on a Saturday night, you know. It is. He's it is. not expecting it. it uh, and with that being said, I think that's all we got. Um, we do have a cool thing happening with us next uh, next Sunday. I believe it's next Sunday. Um, as you know, Flyers Alley and Old City Sports is very well in depth and in into the Ice Wars uh, culture right now. We are going to have Brad Wingfield on uh, next Sunday. I believe it's at. I believe it's at one o'clock. I think we're gonna rip it at one o'clock. He's on the West Coast, so you know we're gonna do that. We're gonna bring him on, talk about being a judge for Ice Wars. You know, talk about some of his days on the Trashers, other things that he hit done in life. I mean, obviously, Flyers Alley is the place where people come and spill it. So we're gonna do that. And I also have another good one. <clears throat> do you know Olchek is coming on after him? So uh, for people that didn't know, he did play two seasons with the Flyers. So. Flyers Alley, and he's going to be – he's heavily involved in um, Ice Wars. So we are going to be going back and forth between Flyers culture and Ice Wars uh, until they get their own podcast up and running, which will be in the works at some point. But uh, until that happens, uh, definitely uh, go like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flyers Alley, on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod 1, and Instagram at Flyers Alley. Go to www.oldcitysports.com, old spelled O-L-D-E, uh, check out all the other good shows on there. The mayor is designing a show. The mayor. What do we got going on, dude? Let's go. All right. Well, we got an Eagle show in the works um, on Old City Sports Network. So excited to join the crew, guys. Um, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, we put together a great crew. Uh, myself, Jake Long, who you all know, a uh, long timer here at Old City Sports Network. And I'm bringing in an outside guy, new to podcasting, super intelligent football mind, my buddy Kyle Sharp. 
and we're going to have Kevin McHugh on the ones and twos. We're diving deep into this thing. There's going to be some great production aspects. We're going to incorporate some video, um, and we're really going to do a deep dive into the Philadelphia Eagles. And we're looking at first episode for Monday, February 28th, so make sure you're planning your day around that. Uh, most likely going to be sometime around 7 o'clock. Uh, that's Monday, February 28th. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, getting ready to launch the Twitter. Already have it set up. Haven't started using it yet. It will be active very shortly. It's going to be at Sunday Birds Pod on Twitter. Um, get ready, guys. Sundays for the Birds is going to be the number one Eagles podcast in the city, and we are so excited to bring it to you. I love that name. I mean, you can't not like that name. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know what, guys? It's the only podcast – That'll make every day feel like Sunday. Oh, my God. And he comes with a slogan. He comes with a slogan. I love it. Um, I, I didn't know you guys had a date. You guys are ready to rock and roll with the date as we, well. Uh, we just discussed that last night. We had a little uh, a little meeting here with, uh, with the crew. We're, uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, just got to get intros and uh, logos put together, and then we're off and running. That's great. Um, and with that being said, like we've said before, you know, if you, if you need some work done by BioAllowsConcrete.com, go to Frank the Animal, he's the best in the biz. Um, <clears throat> Facebook.com slash Ice Wars International. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Ice's War. www.iwifights.com. Um, uh, we are also sponsored by iLily. If you uh, are in the media, in the press, anything, need a schedule of some sort got some interesting things to say go to your app store or your uh if you got an iphone what's that called just an app store google play store if you got an android ilily uh dot co whatever you gotta do uh it's a great thing we're using it as much as we can um also lugaroo.co there are new guys uh we're gonna start pushing that as heavily as we possibly can that guy's he's doing some great things for us as well um, and with that being said, Mayor, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's always great having you. Um, if you also, Mayor John Street, John Street Hockey, go check them out as well uh, on whatever uh, platform you listen to. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, available Google. anywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at John ST Hockey, Facebook.com slash John Street Hockey. There you go. And Wade, welcome back in the alley. That's right. In a while, man. I can't, I can't, I can't take, can't do it anymore without you. So if you can't do it, we're not doing it. Um, also, all the sponsors, you know, buy check wellness. Go www.buycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS for twenty five percent off your hemp derived CBD needs. Uh, Sterling Pig in Media, Pennsylvania at uh, sterlingpig.com. You could try all their great craft beers and some of their food. Go in the restaurant, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, check out weekdays in the alley. Should be on Wednesdays. So, uh, everybody, thank you so much for coming out, guys, and we will talk to you next next week. Hey, guys, Jesse from Flyers Alley here to tell you to head on over to www.bodycheckwellness.com and use our promo code OCS in all caps to save 25% on your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your doggos. We all love Body Check Wellness in the alley. You guys will too.
Hey everybody, Jesse here from Flyers Alley and Old Sea Sports Network. Telling you guys to go try the iLily app. iLily.co. You want to record some things, you get 15 seconds to record your thoughts. If you're in a press box, you get to do that basically audio live tweeting. It's a great, great app. If you have a Google Play Store for Androids or just an app store for your Apple iPhones, go download it, check it out. You can put it anywhere you want. Share it to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Do what you want. We all use it in Alley. We all use it in Old Sea Sports Network. You guys should too.